Adelaide United family, uh, we are leading up to a brilliant weekend and initiative this weekend at Cooper Stadium. Welcome to the Pitch Podcast, episode 11. My name is Jared Walsh. I'm going to introduce our very special guest very soon. Um, mixed results on the weekend for our Liberty A-League women, another great result against Wellington. Before that, you'd 8-2 be a Brisbane supporter. Ha <laughs> So that's good. Things are looking really good at the moment. Big match this weekend against Victory and for our Isuzu Ute A-League men, let's just not talk about what happened against MacArthur, apart from saying it happened against MacArthur and we're taking on Central Coast this weekend. Couple of Pride games. These Pride matches are amazing and um, it's a beautiful, authentic and genuine initiative raising awareness uh, on behalf of McDonald's, Flinders University, Pride Cup 2 and we, we can't wait to do it and I'm really excited to talk to our next guest about it because they are a new player at Adelaide United who's had an outstanding season on loan from Chicago. Kayla Sharples, welcome to the Pitch Podcast. How are you? Thank you. I'm happy and excited to be here. Are you sure? Because you don't listen to podcasts and you haven't listened to an episode of this ever. So uh, was that a lie? under the bus right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, this is great. Um, how are you finding Adelaide? Well, I've got lots of questions to ask you, like heaps of questions. So first of all, let's talk about Adelaide in regards to the season so far, because things are good this weekend. My word, we get the three points against victory, then you can almost start saying the F word, which is the... The final, finals, where don't swear. Yeah, you got to be careful with that. Exactly. So far, my season has been awesome. The girls, the coaching staff, everything. Um, I just, they really welcomed me, welcomed me with open arms. So from the get-go, um, I've just been having a great time, um, and it's translating on the pitch. I mean, we're getting great results as well, so I'm really excited for this weekend, specifically because it's the Pride game, but also... I mean, I think we're finally hitting our stride, and I think, like you said, we can hopefully finally make the F word and (laughs) make the finals. Can you talk about how full-on it's been for the past couple of matches? Because there's been a lot of games in a short amount of time in all rando parts of Australia, and then the hail comes in, and you have to postpone a match and then play it the next day. Mm -hmm. First of all, what was the schedule for the people who are new to listening to this podcast or have never listened before like yourself? Um, talk us through the schedule and the week of how it kind of looked with all those games. Yeah, so we had three games in seven days originally before the last game got postponed. So then it ended up being three games in, I think, eight days. Um, before that, though, we also had a game. So it's really four games in less than two weeks, which is pretty crazy. Um, the grind of the schedule was quite hard. And every day, I mean, it's kind of hard not to look at it like saying, oh, we have three games left, but we were trying to stay very narrow-minded and just say, okay, focus on the game, the task at hand, and then let's get the result there and then move on to the next. So we were very, like... Um, watching and making sure we're doing step by step. So the first, we had a first game, I think Central Coast it was, um, against Perth. So that was our first game. We, which is I, weird in itself. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're going to Central Coast to play Perth. That makes sense. Well, Central Coast actually, so I, first off, I've never been to Australia. So this is my first time here. Mm. Um, and everyone was saying that Central Coast was going to be awesome. And so we had a hotel right on the beach and it was just absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, just with COVID and everything, it's very hard. You can't really explore, but still, um, that was a good experience. Experience besides the fact that we lost to Perth 1-0. Um, that was a hard one just because we couldn't really get into a flow of things. That was the offside game, wasn't it? That was, yes. But we, I mean, to start off, we were down 1-0 in the first five mi- minutes, which is never ideal. Yeah. Um, and it kind of just, it was very lucky on their part because they had just a flick of a header off a corner kick and yeah. we couldn't really get to it. Um, and again, not an ideal start. And then, but right back five minutes after that goal, we scored. Fiona had that goal and it wasn't offside at all, but the ref called it. It kind of 
wasn't very good for the rest of the game because I liked how you held back there. That yeah, was we good. were yeah. Um, not very happy with ref um, just in that in that game. So it was hard. And then they got a red card. They only had ten players for the I think the last thirty minutes of the game, and we just couldn't we couldn't find the ball in the back of the net, which was really unfortunate. But we let that loss fuel us for the next game. Um, we were on the road then to Brisbane um, only like two days after that Perth game. And so we had some tired legs, but we knew we kind of had to prove a point and we had to go out and win. And so that's when we got the, I think, 8-2 result. And mm. that was just, I don't think I've ever been on a team that's won by that much. So it was a lot of fun. Talk us through this game, please. Yeah. Because sometimes you play a game in your career which you just can't explain. You just have to ride the momentum. So this is a match where you – and I'm following the game on broadcast and on a social media going, what's going on here? And I feel for our digital guys who are here as well, GL and Tim, because they have to keep updating things. So what's it like to be on the pitch and be part of a squad that absolutely dominates a side like that? Like do you go, let's get another one, let's get another one? What Do you, do you actually have to stop and go, what is happening? Absolutely. I think um, the first goal you're obviously always happy about because, okay, we're up 1-0. You get a little sigh of relief, um, but we just kept going at, at it and at it. And I think that we also strung a lot of good passes. Our, our midfielders were connecting. We had several good chances created that, I don't know, I think we had like 10, 15 passes. It started from the back line, went through the midfield. Izzy was involved. And then I think what really helped us in that game was one incredible, incredibly like brilliant individual efforts, obviously Fiona having five goals. Um, but I think again, the fluidness and the chemistry of within the team um, and you can just see us playing those early balls in and behind their back line. And I think that's what was the key in our success in that big win. There's then also probably uh, a mentality that you could relax a little bit heading into the, the match against Phoenix because when they played here at Cooper stadium, they are a really inexperienced new side where they've got a lot of young players that it's quite obvious sometimes when they're struggling to move the ball around that they're a new side with a lot of new players. So um, I guess you go in expecting to win, but there's also a chance that you can step back and go, oh, we know what's ahead of us. Was that a real mentality that, that Adrian was putting into the team to go, our job's not over yet. We we came like to this long-ass road trip to win mm-hmm. heaps. You laugh because I swore then. Well, one, of his, no, one of his <laughs> pregame speeches was I want more like we want more as a team as a club so we know what, like after an 8-2 win just yeah, relax but, Adrian but no but I, I agreed with that because you also don't want I mean obviously there was a lot of hype around that game and we did perform very well but we didn't want the world to think that you know that's a fluke that's just a one and done like yep. we are a team that should be feared that we're really hitting again our stride and so we have to show up we have to show up every game no matter who we're playing against and so going into that Wellington game and well the first time it was it's been scheduled we had a very long delay and then we finally went out and then we actually finished a warm-up our warm-up was like on point everyone was just buzzing we were making all of our shots where our passes were crisp like we were we were killing it and ready to go and then we changed in the locker room about to head out and they said nah it's it's canceled or it will be postponed and so we all were feeling like a heavy win that get day so having it postponed to the next day not really knowing first off what time like how long will we have to wait after you know being on the road for so long I mean even though we didn't play a game that day it it was exhausting and it almost mm. felt like we played that game so now moving on to the next day we still need to have that buzz we know we, that we had a win and like you said 
those group of girls, they're a young team, but like, so then you know that they're going to run. They're just going to run all day long, press you hard, and they'll just kind of do whatever it takes to win. And then they had, they just won their last game as well. So you know that they're, they're just, again, trying to hit their own stride. So going into that game, we just knew that we wanted to prove a point that, you know, we're here, here to stay here to make a statement, um, make it to the finals. So I think the first goal and the second goal might've been a little bit of relief, but again, we're not just content with scoring two goals. We want to continue to score more goals. And now we have two of the top scorers in the league, which is awesome. How much does that throw you mentally? You spoke about the preparation, the warm up, and everything was great. And then you can't play. So you might have players that have a couple of Red Bulls before a game and then they're buzzing. I might have to go back to the hotel. What are you going to do? I'm just going to run laps to the hotel room because I've had two Red Bulls. Thank you very much to Red Bull for uh, taking care of Adelaide United, by the way. Um, so for your preparation, um, and some of your teammates, how much is that affected mentally, apart from the physical side, where you're, you're getting your body up for a match, and then it's like, hey, you know that match was about to happen? Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, it was hard, obviously physically, but mentally too. We, I mean, you had just this adrenaline going into game day always, and so, but then not being able to play that game, you still have that adrenaline built up inside you. Did you carb load the night before? Yeah. So, so we then had you've a had lot, all oh, these carbs for nothing. Yes. Yes, <laughs> and a lot of hydration and stuff, but yeah. that's also... So you go to the toilet heaps, you've got heaps mm. of carbs inside, and you go, for what? For nothing? Uh, I guess we're just, you know, getting it getting it going and just hopefully it'll fuel us better for the next day. I don't know. That's kind of how you have to look at it. Okay, so we're at a point now where we're taking on victory this weekend, and we will get to the, the Pride match. But um, this might be a weird question for you because you're new to the club. But we've probably had we've had a couple of seasons where we've been close enough. Last year we were really, really close to making finals. I don't think people take us seriously yet, and I feel that um, at this point we've gone from um, being the hunter to being the hunted. And this is going to be a big match this weekend because victory is sitting just below us on the ladder, and we want to separate ourselves. Which I think a win would take us. I think five points away from victory. Um, do you feel that the players in the change rooms? just continually have a point to prove to go we are good enough it's not just happening accidentally yeah I think that everyone's kind of on the same page in the locker room um we have a point to prove but every day at practice every game we're getting better too we're clicking a little bit more and that just gives us more confidence as well that not only do we have to prove a point but like we are good enough we are talented like when everyone is on and we're just connecting those passes and we're just the ball is just flowing. Like you can, you can feel it. You can feel that energy and that spark on the field. And so um, I think that we'll, yeah, we'll continue to see that. And that's why specifically, I think we're very excited for this weekend playing victory because we're, we're, you know, we're neck and neck. I think they also actually have one more game to play, which they play, I think tonight. Um, So they might, they'll have tired legs too. And so this time we actually get to be a bit fresh. And again, there's a lot, there's a lot riding on this game. So I think we're going to be up for the task for sure. If there is a free ball and the keeper has moved away and it's just open goal and Chelsea and Fiona are in the same spot and they have to sprint to get the goal to get golden boot, who is going to go faster? Who's going to fight dirty? Who wants it more, do you think? Oh, my gosh. You're setting me up right now. <laughs> well, mate, you don't listen to the podcast, so this is karma. <laughs> You know what? Um, I think it would be me running from the back line just trying to score. Yeah, you're keen as, hey. That's great, though, because you're really tall <laughs> and you get kidding. goals. I'm just kidding. No, you're yeah, not. I'm, well, I'm, I'm waiting for a header goal. I think it's, it's just it's bound to happen soon. Mm. Um, 
No, I'm, that's that was just my way of diverting from the question. Well, answer it, mate. We got time. We got time. Mm. <laughs> okay, so uh, I want to talk about this uh, the pride match because obviously the the women are playing first, and then the men will be playing the Mariners. Um, spoken to Josh on the podcast. Spoken to Izzy. They've been great and really open and courageous. I've I've always said like we're we're so backwards here in Australia. It's taken so long for us to actually get to a point where this is normal. Um, but I think it's a beautiful thing that the club's doing, and the club's really championed this throughout the events. But I still think there's a part of like in in women's football, especially there's there's a lot more normality to people who are in same sex relationships. Um, so it it wasn't as oh, wow, this happened when Josh was courageous enough to speak out. Um, but in America, it's also so different as well because this has been the way for so long where um, people who are in a same-sex relationship or are gay or whatever they choose to be or define as, this is the normal. So for you to see it now in Australia as being someone who's come from overseas, was it, has it been like for yourself, do you look at it and go, oh, this is quite normal, but Australia's you know, finally coming around to doing stuff? Honestly... While you, it's interesting to me because you say that it is quite normal in America, and yet while it might be, I mean, I still think we have so so much to improve on. I should say in certain parts because you're right. Because yeah. America, every state is different in America. We're mm. probably more so in Australia. We're a bit more together, like big country, yeah. less states. Well, but America is a different country in every state. Right. I mean, <laughs> true. But of course, every state's going to have like different opinions. But even within states, within communities, within a specific team, a professional league, it, it, it varies drastically. And so, I mean, I've been lucky enough on like my professional team um, on the Red Stars in the States. They, we've been, I mean, I think that we've handled it very well. I think that everyone's very comfortable with being their true selves and who they are and everyone's just open. And I think inclusivity is a big part. So while it is normal, again, coming here, I mean, I, like you said, I didn't really know much about the, the sake of um, LGBTQ in one, like in the A-League in Australia or the soccer in general. Um, but I always, when I first came here, I did hear one of the first things I heard was Adelaide United, just the club as a whole, really trying to promote inclusivity and hearing the story of Josh and him being, um, you know, his story. So I think it's so, I think that's really cool. And it just speaks volumes of what Adelaide is trying to do and continue to do. And this pride game also just shows, I mean, I was shocked. I think I read that it's, the first game or the first like pride game, um, I think in the whole the whole league ever is that yeah is in, that true in right men's football in, right. Uh, or in football in, in general, general this is the first time that something like this has been done where the focus is on this inclusivity and stuff. I mean like it's, that to me that's so cool, but it's like about time, and so that yeah. that's awesome that that Adelaide is also paving the way in that regard too, and to be a part of that. Um, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's just you want to. I mean, we're all playing the sport that we love and a sport is bringing us all together. Like, why can't we just all be a unit and a team and just being inclusive? And to me, it's like we all love the game, so let's just love each other as well. And I think once you provide a space that allows people to be who they really are, I mean, you get the best version of themselves. And that's all you could ask. That's all that you can ask as well, just because then you get the best version of themselves on the field too. And then just the chemistry again flows and you just click more and you just want to fight for each other a bit more. And that's something that, again, Adelaide's done well. So I think one thing this whole weekend, I mean, we just have an extra um to our step because of what the game is representing. Mm. Um, I don't know much about football, which is uh, weird that I work for a football club. Um, so the whole – you coming from Chicago to Adelaide, uh, 
how does that happen? So in my mind, it's you're playing for Chicago and they're like, hey, we're going to loan you out. When that happens, do they say, here's a list of clubs that you can choose to go to? Or do they say, we're sending you to Adelaide, your flight's in an hour, you've only got time to pack like two t-shirts, some deodorant and some mints? Like, I definitely packed more than that. Okay. Well, <laughs> talk, can you talk us through that process, please? Yeah. Um, so it's definitely different, I think, for each club in the States. Um, for me, I just kind of knew I wanted to play abroad during my offseason. Um, I still am a relatively young player in the States, so it's kind of funny because I'm one of the older ones on this club, mm. on this team here old, in Adelaide. You know, 24, really old. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. everyone else is quite young, honestly. Yeah. So um, – because I'm still considered young and I still have, I mean, I'm comfortable with where I'm at, but I always want to challenge myself and get better at, at my game. And so it's always one been a dream of mine to be, to go to Australia, to play in Australia. I had teammates throughout the, throughout the my years um, say, oh, I played in Australia during my off season. I absolutely loved it. I had a crazy, crazy fun time, but also like got to meet so many people, learn different um, coaching philosophies and styles of play. And they just thought it elevated their game. So I wanted to be a part of that. And so my, I have an agent. And so I just reached out to him saying, I want to play in Australia. And he just kind of did his magic, did his work. Um, he came back, you know, with, few teams interested offers and um I think actually Stentz was one of the first coaches I actually talked to and um just really enjoyed our conversation and everything that I've heard because I've had multiple teammates from the Red Stars play on Adelaide Mm -hmm. in the past like four or five years and I've heard really good things um Katie Naughton Sarah Killian who's now Sarah Waldmo um Danny Colaprico um I knew Sophia I know Sophia Huerta also Mm -hmm. she just wasn't a teammate of mine um I think there's more. I know like Veronica Latsko as well. So a, a lot of girls that have played um, on Adelaide. So I, I think it just kind of worked out there. And from there, I also have to talk to my coach. And he was all about, yeah, get more, continue to play more games if you want to. If you have the fresh legs to do it, to play a full year, then why not? So wait, you you technically then play for two teams. As in, so you play for Chicago, your mm. season ends. Then you'll come play here in traditionally what is off-season yeah. for other players, and you'll go back to Chicago. So you could potentially Correct. just go back and forth if you wanted to. If I the- wanted to, but I'm on loan right now. So even though I'm in Chicago, I'm going back to Chicago. But yeah, yeah. so I'm on loan now, and then I'll, once this once the season's over, then I'll go back and play in Chicago, yeah. But then I don't know what the next steps are for next year and what I want to do. Um, yeah, okay. But, yeah. So then what do you think about Australia before you get to Australia and then what reality hits you when you actually get to Australia? Like a lot of people go, well, I mean, once I get off the aeroplane, a kangaroo is going to greet me. And there's <laughs> going to be, you know how like in Hawaii they put a lay around your neck. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, I'm going to hug a bloody koala. That's when I, that's going to happen, right? Mm. And where's my Vegemite on toast for breakfast? So what do you think? And then what's the reality? Well, also my reality was a bit disrupted because I'm coming during COVID as well. Yeah. And so... My arrival wasn't the smoothest, to be honest. Um, it was a little bit rough. I wasn't. I was gonna. I think at the time I was gonna arrive beginning of December, mm-hmm. and I was just gonna do like a house quarantine for a few days or seven days tops, and then that's when the the new variant came about. And you didn't uh, bring that to Australia. No, I didn't. Okay, <laughs> just checking. But that's when then they changed the quarantine process, and so then yeah. I ended up staying in a hotel for fourteen days, um, mm-hmm. which was rough. Um, yeah, that was rough. Um, was it a big hotel? Um, okay, no, not great. really, but I had a balcony though. So that was nice. Not everyone has a balcony. So okay. in that Fancy. way, I was a little bit blessed for there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But so that was that was rough. So no, no, no kangaroos, no koalas greeted me, which was sad. That might have made it a bit better. Have you done that since? Like, what's the first touristy thing you did? Um, well, so first tourist, I think I just like went to the farmers market. Honestly, just try to like immerse myself in the culture. It's not touristy. Of it. That's just the market. But not really when I was stuck in a hotel for two weeks. I mean, I had no interactions. So that was, I mean, I liked that. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the beach, so I would go to the beach a lot too. And for me, that's kind of touristy. So I'd go to Glen Elg. I mean, I'm seeing, you know, Ferris wheel. I didn't go on it. but You know, Glen Elg's a palindrome. So it's a word that you can spell it Uh, forwards and backwards. I actually didn't notice that until right now. Yeah, it's the Mm -hmm. same as race car. You can spell that forwards and like dad, Mm D-A-D backwards is dad. Just like Hannah. Hannah. Yeah. Mm. Bob. Nice. Got any others? Um, I. The letter I? <laughs> E-Y-E. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. The eyeball. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, no, Adelaide's, uh, Adelaide's good with touristy stuff. So, have you have you done the hugging a koala and, like, because they're, they're a bit weird at times. Mm. And kangaroos are every Like, they're pests. Yeah, but I honestly haven't seen a ton of koalas and kangaroos. They're not in the CBD. You need to go, like, to the zoo or something. Well, yes, but yeah. I've been, you know, in the hills and things like that as well and haven't mm. seen them a whole lot. But I I really want to go to the zoo. And isn't it there, like, an interactive zoo as well? Yeah, Monado. Yes, you can go, yeah. like, under the lions who right. just cut so sick. Yeah. that's been on my bucket, my Adelaide bucket list for a while. Yeah. Um, but so my family is actually coming this weekend oh, nice. and visiting me. So I think that's going to be something that we do together. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's something that I will 100% do before I leave. Uh, who's in your family? Um, so my mom, my dad, they're both visiting. Um, my brother cannot because he's going to a wedding. Um, selfish. Yep. Yeah, so selfish, right? And then my boyfriend's coming as well. Okay, so you, uh, as a footballer, uh, your nation are the world champs. Like when it comes yes. to World Cup. So talk about your aspirations when it comes to national representation. Because as you said, you're very young. So there's opportunities that are being presented um, to you if things are going in the trajectory that you want. It's the same with some of our players who are playing for Adelaide United now. Like Dylan obviously has been amazing. People are starting to talk about Chelsea a little bit more. Um, national representation, you thought about it? Of course I have. I think as a little kid um, playing the sport, you always have these big dreams, you know, those, these aspirations. And for me, um, I actually never knew I wanted to truly play like professional soccer. I didn't have that realization until like the end of my college career, um, just because, you know, it was ending um, and I didn't want it to, you know, it hurt a little bit just thinking about that and then not knowing if you're good enough and all those things just playing into that. But when you're a little kid, you don't really know what you want to do. So you just see on the TV, you know, the U.S. national team and these women just being so amazing and just paving the way for everyone. And so, yes, I definitely, when I was a little kid, kicking a ball, being like, oh, that that would totally be the dream. And um, so now for me, it's just every single year, every single day when I'm outside, out on the out on the field, just trying to get better. So one day, hopefully that, yeah, that could be me. Um, but it wouldn't, it won't be easy. And so again, that's why I've been, I mean, last year in my off season, I also went to Finland. I'm now here in Australia. I'm just trying to do whatever I can to better myself to improve my You're getting game. stamps on your passport. Also that, yeah. yes. <laughs> I know that. Um, tell us about Illinois, because mm. this is what I associate Illinois with. Uh, American basketball, because I, I, I don't love the Bulls, Chicago Bulls. Right? I, don't, I don't love them. Like They're good this year, but they've been pretty average. But Chicago for me is, I'm going to say, I've lived in South Australia most of my life, and I say Chance, but normally I'd say Chance. But Chance the Rapper is my like, I'm mm. in, in love with him for everything that he stands for. And his brother, Taylor Bennett, too. They're just amazing in what they do. Um So talk to us about your connection with Illinois, um, what it's like for people who have never been there before, who will never go there, and uh, is snow inconvenient? 
Well, so just because you mentioned Chance the Rapper, yeah, he's he's sick. But um, his manager is um, is a woman, a young woman, and she's actually an owner in the Red Stars. So that's really cool. I didn't ask you to come and name drop. Sorry. I just, like, no, it's I'm just not like, saying, who are your cool famous friends? How cool is that? No, it's great. you got a friend with Chance the Rapper. I get it. I get it. It's awesome. I'm friends with Juan Day. So sucked in, all right? Juan Day plays for Adelaide United. He plays for Adelaide United, the men's team. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. What, I thought you were saying that the car brand. No, no, no. Anyway, tell us about your... Uh, <laughs> I watch the be- podcast. I watch games, I swear. All right, no. Uh, so, sorry. Talk to us about Illinois, please. Because I love the cold weather, right? I'm obsessed with the cold weather. I hate winter. Winter can get in the bin. and But I've got this thing about snow. Mm. And I think I spoke to Dylan about it. Like... Snow for me is beautiful, but snow for you would be inconvenient, right? Well, so especially in Chicago. Well, yeah. one, Chicago's beautiful. I love living there. Yeah. I don't kind of ever want to leave. Um, and also, you have a lake, too. So sometimes like, during the summertime, it's it's beautiful, like outdoor restaurants, bars, and everything. But I will say Chicago during the wintertime is horrible. Um, Can you stand on also, that lake? Does it freeze over? It does freeze over. I don't think it's recommended to stand on the lake. Okay. Um, I know people who have, yes. Um, like Batman, you know how they did that in Batman? Nope, doesn't matter. Great, continue. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, but I mean, we have like, I want to say like six or seven months out of the year is cold in Chicago. So it's pretty, it's pretty brutal. You're, you have to, I think the reason why Chicago, that so many people still decide to live there is because of those few summer months that just completely blow it out of the water. So you just kind of toughen it out for six months in the freezing cold. But yeah, the snow is an inconvenience, but it's not the snow. It's also the wind, the it's like negative 15 sometimes with the wind. And then, oh my gosh, I'm just really happy that I got a miss winter this year and came So here. what's that like though, to, to come and experience, yeah. like our summer's been okay. It hasn't been crazy hot. It, normally it's crazy hot. Mm. Do you notice the contrast straight away? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you like well, it? I like it. I like warm weather. Um, and, but there is a difference, especially in Chicago. We we have humid summers, yeah, so yuck. it's really sticky. It's hot. Like you just don't want to be outside at all. Here, it's a bit more dry. So I personally, I prefer that, and so that's what I've actually liked during the summer. Yeah. Um, there's been like a few hot days, but nah. A- again, I'm just thinking oh, I'm missing. I'm missing wintertime, so that's the best thing that could happen right now. Yeah. Okay. And one last question about. Chicago, I guess we, we talk to people who play for Adelaide here who have grown up in the city and they love the fact that they can play for their home team. Mm. So you playing for Chicago, I'm sure that is a really special thing for you because it's, it puts you out of your comfort zone when you travel to, to different cities, obviously, but you know that you're going back there. So is that making it even more special for you? Yeah, I got so lucky um, that I'm still playing for my hometown. Um, what's even cooler is that I actually was drafted to Chicago, so I started my professional career, and now, what, four years later, I'm still playing there. Um, so just to be able to be by my family, my support system, um, it's really, it's just, it's a pretty remarkable experience just because they're out in the field, they're supporting me and coming to every game, um, and the community that um, our team has created, like our fan base too, is just really unique, and so... It's I, I miss it, and so I am excited to go back. But not we're not done yet here, so I have a lot more. We have a lot more work to do. It's a very American thing to be drafted into a football team, isn't it? Like over here, yes. it's not really, there's no draft or anything. Yeah, like that. well, it's yeah, it's a bit different. I'm yeah. starting to realize that. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, Kayla, we do these uh, questions on social media. How do we follow you on social media? How do you follow me? Yeah, like, like my te- my my na- my name. 
Yep. So spell it out. Like, what's what's your account? This is. I tell you what. This is the hardest question for everybody that I speak to. What's your social media account so people can follow you? Mm, okay, it's K Sharp. So K A Y S H A R P S. Okay, so it's not your name. It's K Sharps. Yes. Right. Not my full name. <sighs> okay. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, these are from our fans. Okay. And normally the two old mates sitting here that make up questions as well sometimes. So we'll see which ones we can pick out. Um, oh, my God. There's a really awkward one coming up too. And oh I'm God. just seeing it. <laughs> okay, let's wait. go through it. All right, from Millsy.Ales on Instagram, why did you come to Adelaide? And if you've answered it, just look straight down the camera and say, I've answered that, listen to the podcast. I've answered that, listen to the podcast. Great, because you're not going to. Um, Michelle Sharples on Instagram, who's your favourite parent? Oh, that's definitely from my mom. Um, Your dad could be called Michelle. I don't know. Um, Mom, we're not going to talk about that one here. (laughs) Okay. All right. You can answer any of these. Uh, (laughs) Davies A1 on Instagram. My nine-year-old plays in a mixed team. What age should she move to play all-girls soccer? Well, that's actually really cool. I never got the chance to play on a mixed team, so I think to do that as long as she can will probably benefit her the most. So I just say continue to do that until you see them – progress probably a little bit more just because men are develop at a different rate than women. But yeah, I say keep it up because she's just going to challenge herself more and more. Ben Axford 93 on Instagram. Who's your favorite defender ever or in the world on the team? Ben? <laughs> <laughs> ben, do you have an answer for me? <laughs> just say a name. It's all good. Um, Favorite defender. Well, so on my, I'm just going to say on my team back at home, um, I play next to Tierna Davidson, who's on the national team, Mm -hmm. um, and she's young. She's one of, like, the younger players on the national team, too. Left-footed, I'm just learning a lot from her, and um, it's been a lot of fun just to play with her because she has such a high soccer IQ as well. Thank you very much. Uh, Jess underscore 92 on Instagram. Are you sharp or isn't stating a fact? Am I, sh- I... I'll be honest with you. You don't have to what? answer that because I don't understand the question. Are you sharp or, or isn't stating a fact? Maybe just like, is it stating a fact? Ah, I would say I'm sharp. Come on. Yeah. Sharp. Oh, like you're talking personality sharp? I, I think so. Right? We just copied a word for word. Is that an in-joke? I don't, I don't know. Good. This is going real well. <laughs> um, Miranda Templeman on Instagram. What's your favorite Australian slang you've heard? Oh, so funny, Miranda, the f- one of the first days I got here, um, we were just, we were on the beach and she was just kind of going like firing at me, all of these different definitions and things. So she taught me, I mean, cool, we call it a cooler. You guys call it an esky. I think that's kind of cool. Um, I don't like, you guys call like fries, you know, things you eat, you call them chips. Yep, but, yep. So what do you call actual chips here? What are actual chips? Yeah, like a like potato bat, chips. Like, yeah, you say potato chips. Yeah, that's a bit chips. weird. Sorry for being but, Australian. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> that's so. Um, but I know. I, I think I like the esky. Okay. Um, Annie Grove on Instagram. What's your best cat impression? Oh my gosh, Annie. <laughs> so I think I know why she did that during this weekend. Matilda and Fiona. I'm gonna kind of put them on the bus here a little bit. Um, they just started acting like cats randomly at the hotel, and you were talking about what we did in that delay. Um, you acted like cats. They acted like cats, yes. And so this is like I pre think, pre-game. No, like after the game, once it got kind of canceled. So you're all hyped up on carbs bit, and pre-workout and like and, yeah. them for sure, Red Bull. And so yeah. 
I think this is why she got the answer. Um, I don't know. All I'm going to, I don't, Shani is just embarrassing me now. But they were just going like, like meow. And like, like their paws and like on the ground crawling. And I'm not going to do that here. But yeah, we're going to keep it at that. Are you, are you sure you just don't want to like look into the camera? I don't think I want to do that. What if I do it first? If you do it, I'll do it. Meow. But where's the lick? I don't want to lick myself on camp. Just I'll just say meow, meow, meow. Okay. Mine was better. Come on, guys. No, it was great. Um, <laughs> this one's going to be good. I'm looking forward to this one. Just wanted to say congratulations for the season. You and Matilda are my favourite players. That's on Instagram from Hyundai. Oh, well, that's nice. <laughs> now I feel bad. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was very sweet. Thank you. What do you like about Hyundai? <laughs> what you doing right now? <laughs> uh, hey, can I also say, you know who my favourite player at Adelaide United is uh, in our Liberty A-League women's side, apart from yourself, obviously, because you're sitting next to me right now, is Mallory Mullen. I, I love her. She's like, she's a gangster. Like, she's the best. Mm-hmm. Is there a question in that? Nope. Just saying. Nah, she, I, she, told, she totally told me that you might mention her. She's like, he loves me. And I'm just like, oh, classic so- Mel being very confident. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you thought I was going to do that, then all right. Um, Chelsea Dorber on Instagram, which player does the best American accent besides you? Oh, gosh. Um, so, again, we did this this weekend as well. Um, did you guys play football on the weekend or you just well, do Well, we had a things? lot of downtime. Okay. So, we just were playing random games. Um, I, I don't think it's – I think I'm going to say it's the best because it's the worst, mm. and I'm going to say Fiona. Okay. Uh, Lauren Talbot – La Lauren, Lauren spells Lauren's name with two L's, which is totally fine. La Lauren Talbot, how tall are you? I am 5'10. La Lauren Talbot on Instagram, who do you like better, Mel or Gracie? Nah. Who's La Lauren? They actually put this in. Don't say they. They, 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 totally they told is me right that here. They were going to do it. Well, Mel or I Gracie? I like them equally. I like Gracie better, to be honest with you. <laughs> Some um, days I like Gracie more. Some days I like Mel more. La Lauren Talbot on Instagram. This is question time with Lauren Talbot. All right. What's the most American thing you say in Australia that everyone bullies you for? Ooh. Mm. Well, just kind of the way I say soccer. I say, mm. I kind of say it with an A and everyone kind of across the world says football, but I've just been growing up, grown up saying soccer. And so I think I, a lot I of my that. teammates make fun of me for that, for sure. We're, we're a bit inconsistent with that stuff because I call it football, right? But our national team's called the Socceroos. Mm. So... Yeah, anyway. I mean, well, something that I've been made fun of is that I can't really understand. I also, the first time I came here, I just wanted an iced coffee. I went to the cafe, oh, yeah. I ordered an iced coffee, and they were like, What do you want? I yeah. said, an iced coffee. And they put ice cream in it. And I, I was like, No. So before. I had a full on, like, kind of fight for the first week, and it lasted like three minutes each time. They, them telling me, No, there's ice cream in a coffee. I'm like, No, that's a milkshake. So you had a fight with a barista. Not like a fight, but like a constant bath- back and forth. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, do you just have like a hot coffee, but you know, like you pour it over ice and just, yeah. you know, it's iced. And so you guys don't really have that here. So I find that a bit strange. I did the opposite in Brooklyn. So I asked for an iced coffee and I'm like, why did you just make me a long black and put ice cubes in it? I could have done yeah. that myself. Well, also I didn't we- get into a fight with him though, because that's a bit Okay, not yeah. fight. Come on. I'm Use that term loosely. But yeah, I think that's just a little bit strange. You don't really have cold brew either. So. All right. Coffee in common. There's some uh, challenges sent out too. Um, <laughs> y underscore A underscore I underscore M underscore S. Yames or Y Ames or 
Yay, my son, on Instagram, uh, favourite boots. <laughs> I'm just saying. Who knows? Could be. Oh, wait, oh sorry, there's no end. It's Yames on Instagram. Oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, that was bad. That was embarrassing, man. <laughs> Mate, what are your favourite boots, all right? Um, I just have, like, Nikes. Just Nike okay. Predators. Yeah. Harry Scobie 4 on Instagram. Did you have an idol growing up? An idol? Mm. Um, I, this, yeah, I had uh, my grandma. This might not be what they're saying, maybe like a soccer idol. But for me, my grandma, um, she's just so awesome. She's done so much with her life and with so little, c- coming from so little. And it's really, really inspiring. And mainly I love that she has just like a curiosity for life, constantly teaching herself things. And I just like hope to be her when I grow up. I love that. Erin uh, Ramos. 3825 on Instagram, the best teammate you've ever played with. Best teammate I've ever played with. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, someone just got a message. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really hard one. I don't know. Maybe come back to that. What do you mean come back to that? We're almost finished. Come on. There's one more question. Okay. Fine. So you want me to ask the last question and then go back to Aaron Ramos. Best teammate I've ever played with. Yeah. Mm, I'm make this easy. Um... I liked playing with my brother growing up. Yeah, good. See, these are good Easy. answers. Oh, Come on, mate. different. Phil heard on Instagram that he was going to ask a question. <laughs> what is this? No, this, his name's Phil Heard. Oh, and he asks okay. questions every week, and then gotcha. I try to change the joke. So I was like, "Oh, Phil Heard that Kayla's going to be on the podcast. So let's ask a question. You get it? Clever. Um, <laughs> what do you think of the Australian accent? Oh, sorry. I like it. I think it's fun. Okay. But when I try to do it, I, I can't. I, it's very, try. no, I'm going to really embarrass myself. I can't do it, but it's very. All right, stop. I just try I'm to gonna do it. I'm going to embarrass accent. myself. You looked in the camera and licked yourself like a cat. I, I faked like it. <laughs> so do your Aussie accent, then we'll wrap this up. Oh, I really, um, it's just going to go British. Okay, what should I say? Whatever you want. Say, all right, so you're looking forward to, uh, no, I'll try to change it up. Um, Come to Cooper Stadium on Saturday if you've got the chance because it is our pride match. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. i got all day. Just come to Cooper Stadium. You're not going to try it? I don't think so. Okay. I'll just say no. All right, maybe. That's all I got. That was all right. That's better no. than some of the people but that you, work here. That was all right. All right, so know. this has been an experience, and uh, thank you very much for taking the time to have a chat. It is great to have you here. You've you've had an outstanding season personally as well, so that is really, really good. The other thing is, which, can I tell you what I've been looking forward to the most this whole year? Just hold that. How I'm going to sign this? Nope. Sharples has a Sharpie. So oh, my I'll God. Be <laughs> she has been waiting for that. Yes. <laughs> That's great. So you can sign this. We will uh, give this away at the end okay. of the season. Um, just a couple of things while Kayla's doing that. Think about the Pride match this weekend. We've got two of them, obviously. Um, thank you to McDonald's, Flinders University and Pride Cup. The, the game-worn playing shirts, we're going to auction off and raise heaps of money for Pride Cup too, which is going to be brilliant because we want to continue educating people on uh, – 
how people want to express themselves with their identity, with their sexuality, and we support that as a club. We support that under the A-Leagues too, and we should just do that as a society in general. So uh, if you're considering coming to the matches on the weekend, don't consider it, just do it. The women's game beforehand is going to be great. It's not a curtain raiser. This is an equal uh, highlighted main match where we win and things are looking good when it comes to finals, and that's exactly what we want to do. and again, I said this with Josh, I said this to everyone, it makes me proud to wear these t-shirts and be part of this club because we're doing something like this. You're going to be playing in the game. Congratulations. Thank you. Have you had a good time? I have, yeah. Are you going to listen to this? I will definitely listen to this one. Okay, so she's a great <laughs> player and a liar, which is fantastic. What? No, well. I will. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Adelaide United fans, we'll see you on the weekend. Kayla Sharples has been, where did you sign the top? You sign right it? here. Okay, great. Awesome. That's nice. Is it? Yeah. Okay. All right, cheers, guys. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye.